Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Oh, hello there, reality. You seem kind of sick. Wear a mask. It's high noon for Thursday, October 15th, 2020. If this is your first high noon, go listen to the trailer, Get Rooted. So that you can understand how the podcast works and go back and listen to the essay episodes first. So you understand the point of view and everything that has happened in the last seven months that would lead people to share that point of view. Follow the podcast at I'm your moderator on Instagram and Twitter for now. I assume that's not going to be for long. Um, 
Parlor. There's an account on there at I'm Your Moderator. So, yeah, just this morning, I got another round of those uh, Instagram notifications, like 19 of them, where someone's trying to access my account and I need to reset my password and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then this hasn't happened before, but I got a, uh, a spam bot comment attack and all the profiles were, you know, foreign pictures and stuff. I don't, I mean, they were all fake accounts, but, uh, yeah, just repeating the same, like all caps phrases like Trump sucks. Where is Don jr? Uh, he's out on the road campaigning. You see him every day if you want. Where's Hunter Biden? Um, so that was fun. But yeah, big, big 24 hours since the last high noon. The uh, Biden, Hunter Biden stories have continued coming out. And it's crazy because the story itself is so disqualifying for Joe Biden. But that's not even what we're now focused on because the tech platforms have begun censoring anyone who posts the story right up to the president. So first off, let's review the stories for a second because there was another one today. The New York Post printed three stories yesterday, uh, all indicating that Hunter Biden was using his position as the vice president's son to get paid millions and millions of dollars from companies and foreign nationals to use his father's political power to their benefit. The Biden campaign does not dispute the authenticity of the emails. They have been checked and they are authentic. Their response was only that the meeting in question, the meeting, one of the one of the uh, articles was about a meeting set up for Joe Biden. It, their, their only response was the meeting in question did not appear on his official schedule. That's not even saying it didn't happen. That's just saying it wasn't on his schedule and hoping that you, without thinking, Think, oh, I wonder how it works. I guess the vice president probably has a pretty rigid schedule and they record everything he does. So, yeah, that sounds like he must just not have done it. People have that thought. In fact, people are encouraged to have that thought. And the article is written. The statement is delivered in a way to encourage them to have that thought. But that thought is very dumb. If someone is committing crimes at the highest level, would you really expect him to put it on his official schedule? Saying it was not on the official schedule is not saying it didn't happen. If they wanted to say that the meeting never happened, they could have just said the meeting never happened. But they didn't say that. They said it wasn't on his official schedule, which is meaningless. They're not disputing the authenticity of the emails. 
and they can't because the emails are real. Some of the defense yesterday was about how the laptop was not properly obtained. And the truth is, it doesn't matter how it was obtained. It matters whether or not the claims in it are true and they are. If you want to talk about ethics in media or leaking laws, I don't think that there's anything. I I mean, I don't know. That's not my department, so I'm not even going to speak on it. But those things can all be handled at a later date. To think that any of that is more problematic than a vice president with a history of using his office for personal gain financially in Delaware, if you think it's hard to believe that he wouldn't have been doing it still now through his son, I do not know what to tell you. And we're talking about a collection of people who still believe that Trump colluded with Russia who still believe that the Steele dossier and the the claims about the golden showers in Russian hotel rooms, that that stuff's true. But that stuff's not true. And we know it's not true. Like, the Steele dossier in particular is so easy to go back and find where it came from And the people actually dismissing it after the fact, of course, everybody took it seriously at the beginning because that information was high quality information, stuff you could really believe because it says what you want it to say. That is no standard of proof. These people exercise no critical thinking. They apply nothing standards to everything Trump does so that they can say that he's terrible. They intentionally lie and mislead about the words he uses. The stand back, stand by thing. Do any of them believe that they can't possibly because it's so obviously dishonest. So they are trying to say that their posts about something someone said in the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, their little woke posting about how Kamala can tell other people she's speaking. They think that stuff is saving America because the threat to America is Donald Trump. And they think that that low-grade, brain-dead, childish slop that they repost and communicate every day is helping the country. They can't explain any of their views. None of them. And you trust that they're right about a critical issue 
of national security, even though they've been wrong the entire time about coronavirus and everyone fucking knows it, except for the Democrats, of course, because they're scared to go outside still. Less than 5% are ready to resume normal life. And what is normal life to these people? What is it going to be now? Continuing to sit at home and rage tweet after the election? Continuing to wear masks for what? The rest of your life? Continuing to believe that Dr. Fauci is an expert or an honest man? When does it end? When does it end? The vice president, with the president's knowledge, was selling political influence to foreign adversaries for personal enrichment. And he's not even the only one. The Clinton Foundation has been doing this for years. This is the old guard at work, okay? They all protect one another because they all have the same interests. And as long as their interests are being met all the time, it doesn't matter who's in control, Democrats or Republicans, it doesn't matter because there's enough corrupt people in both parties to allow it to continue. And besides Obama, these people are virtually all the same age have been in government for the same amount of time, the last 30, 40 years, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Pelosi, Schumer, and fine, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Grassley. The Democratic Party is not somehow specially immune from corruption just because they say things you like about race and class and gender without helping anyone. Joe Biden wrote the crime bill. Joe Biden served the credit card companies for decades while Americans went further and further into debt. That is a reality. The craziest responses this morning to this stuff, man. Like, I I don't even, I mean, I feel like I do understand it and I'm writing about it right now. It's just hard to comprehend. The, The depth of delusion and depravity we're seeing. The Washington Post tried to dispute that Biden didn't say the thing he said about holding the billion dollars of aid for Ukraine back unless they fired the prosecutor. He did say it at the Council on Foreign Relations. He said it. It's on video. You can watch it. 
And that's besides the point. That is not the only issue relevant to this story. Even if you take that as true, the Hunter Biden stuff still exists. There are money trails. There are emails. And they know where it ends. And the craziest thing, man, this is the thing that is just so fucking nuts to me. They know that more of this stuff is coming out. Like Giuliani is saying it. There's going to be more and more and more and more. He said the New York Post has at least two more stories to come. Do you think he's lying? It would be such an easily provable lie because the stories wouldn't come out. But the stories will come out. And then what? Then Giuliani is telling the truth, which you can just understand right now, because that would be an utterly insane thing to lie about. Like the hint of more stories is going to sway voters? No. So knowing, knowing that more of these stories are coming out that show the same patterns of behavior, the pictures they have, the videos they have. They're saying they have all this stuff and they've already proven some of it. Hunter Biden is laying there with a meth pipe in his mouth. They're not saying this stuff's not authentic. They haven't said that. They're complaining about where it came from. Okay? So... They know that more articles are going to come out, yet they believe and share and spread these flimsy articles that are trying to nitpick around the details of the original New York Post stories. And you just say, oh, yeah, it's probably not a big deal. Business Insider told me it wasn't a problem. Like, who do we think the people at these news organizations are. They have like special oracle power. They're doing the same thing anyone can do at home if you are good about sourcing. Anyone can go nitpick articles and try to find little semantic hypocrisies to show why something actually didn't happen. The sort of thing you might say, the argument you might make when you say it wasn't on his official schedule, that kind of thing. The sort of argument that could only make delusional idiots believe it. How, how do these people get through their days? This is like the ultimate pinnacle of privilege to be faced with stories that put your actual country where you live in an existential threat, knowing that the candidate for president is compromised by foreign adversaries 
and you don't think it's worth paying attention to because it's the guy on your team. Because you got a flimsy little explanation from business fucking insider. And the craziest thing. I've now said that like five times today, but this is legit crazy. They're all crazy. Um, the craziest thing is that these people have made these exact arguments before about the Trump kids and Donald Trump. It just turned out they were wrong. So they know the logic of the argument. They at least pretend to know the threat a compromised president could pose. They just won't believe it because it's their team. That is so, so privileged and spoiled. It is so demented. How privileged, how easy must your life have been to not understand that existential threats do exist? We imagine ourselves, as I said, way, way, way back at the beginning of the podcast, one of the first episodes, we imagine ourselves. And by the way, I'm not the only person who's ever said this. I'm not like saying that this sprung to my mind. I just really considered it deeply. And we have been convinced in some way or another that we live outside of history. That what is happening now could not be historic. But we know that empires have risen and fallen, that great nations have risen and fallen. We know that nations want to take over other nations. It has happened that way in the past. Why would we believe that it no longer happens that way? Because we've convinced ourselves that the rest of the world just doesn't have those motivations any longer. Because the United States restrains from doing it. We're not colonizing the world. As these silly Noam Chomsky, Howard Zinn loving fools believe. We're not the evil nation or we'd own all the other nations. Because we've been the most powerful and the richest for a very long fucking time. But what did we do? Instead, we protected other nations. And I'm not saying, by the way, that the U.S. has not made mistakes and done horrific things in foreign policy. I am not saying that at all. But if we wanted to take over the rest of the world, we could have done so. And we didn't. And we never would. Because it's not in our nature as American citizens. To want that. What we want is ours, our freedom, our constitution, our way of life. If you don't want that, there are other places you can go. But if you think that you got in the position you're in to be so lazy as to not recognize a threat when you see it, you don't deserve this country. I, I don't, it's, it's so disappointing 
to watch people I think of as friends fail to take this stuff seriously. And the privilege is the only reason. It doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter because they know that they'll be okay either way. Unless, of course, they're really public about their politics and all this comes out and then they realize that they too are exposed as frauds, which is coming. I've been saying this for months and again, I know that a lot of people are having this understanding as well, but their reckoning has arrived. Like how long, how much can you deny? Because eventually you reach an end and they know that more stories are coming out. They know who and what Joe Biden is and they cover for it or they intentionally deny it, which is probably something that they do in the rest of their lives quite a lot, which would explain why they're so fucking unhappy all the time. And I can also say this because I used to be like that. I like, this is a process uh, over years for me because as I've talked about before, it is very, very hard to stand alone in a society with one acceptable viewpoint that everyone repeats, right? And that's what Hollywood is. And that's what the U S is going to become if we allow this to happen. Twitter is banning the posting of these articles. So not only are they saying that the articles are true, because otherwise, why are you banning it? You don't think that your super competent media can come out and debunk them if they're debunkable? You're afraid of losing that information battle? What does that mean? What kind of campaign would go along with this thinking that they're up 10 points? They think it can just ride it out till the end? That they'll get enough support from Twitter and Facebook? That Joe Biden's stories will never see the light of day? People will never find out? The information infrastructure has outpaced the technology. We are better at communicating with one another and spreading these messages and this truth because it is fucking true. Guys, this is just real world stuff. You can prove it in the real world. Like all of it's rooted. They can't prove any of their stuff. They're denying without even denying and people are accepting it. Do not doubt what you see and what you think. Everyone can see this for themselves. And again, this is another important thing about drawing your community and your family and friends who are open-minded close to you because you are going to need that network of people to be connected 
I could be wrong. Maybe this is the only thing Twitter ever censors, but nope, they did it today too. The editor of the New York Post is unable to post content on Twitter from his own news organization. The New York Post is the fourth most distributed newspaper in the country. It was founded by Alexander Hamilton. It is the longest published newspaper in the country. It's not fake news. I mean, I'm not saying that fake news doesn't appear on it. I'm saying that they can't just conjure a conspiracy out of nothing and publish it. And they didn't. The proof is there. What standard of proof do we need now? And so they also shut down uh, the president's re-election campaign Twitter account. They locked the press secretary of the United States out of her personal Twitter account for sharing this story. That's insane. Twitter and Facebook are deciding what half the country perceives as reality. And they are creating their own. And think back over the last few years. Cancel culture. Internet censorship. You know, they they take down Alex Jones's account, right? Because he's a conspiracy theorist. And fine, he is. You don't need to take his account down. But people defend it. And this is where we end up. And people like me who complain about that stuff are told that we're trying to defend Alex Jones when we're telling you we're trying to defend a principle. And now you see where that goes. So here we are. We have three weeks left before an election. There is extraordinary credible evidence that Joe Biden has been selling his political power for decades and no one cares. No one cares because of rumor and innuendo and claims about Trump's business dealings, all of which were before the time he was ever in politics. And we're supposed to believe all of that and assume that everything is a lie because they said so. Trump didn't start any wars and has drawn down the ones we've been involved with. He's bringing troops home from Afghanistan. Now, most people who take the strong and delusional anti-Trump view, and I'm speaking specific, I'm not saying that the whole anti-Trump view is delusional. I'm saying that the set of people who are consumed by the delusional view, also imagine themselves to be anti-war. But Trump is the most anti-war president in any of our lifetimes, and he's the only one to call out the military-industrial complex. So what are your priorities here? 
Trump is dangerous and authoritarian and violent. He just hasn't tried taking over any places. And rather than expanding wars, he's diminished them. Yeah, right. Okay, okay, okay. So so I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was doing that to trick us into reelecting him again. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. So yeah, he's going to trick us into, re-ele- into reelecting him. And then as soon as he realizes that he's won, war's everywhere. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. He was biding his time. So last thing before I wrap it up, before I put it in a mask, is the town halls tonight. There are warring town halls and fake celebrities. Ah, God, these are the stupidest people on earth, man. You know, there's actually smart celebrities, right? You just don't ever hear from them. I think that's all we need to say about that. Um, so people are mad that NBC scheduled the Trump town hall opposite Biden's. That is fucking hilarious. Okay. Because they are going to have to choose which one to watch it live. At least. I mean, it's so funny to even be mad about this. You know, sometimes when they're, when they're bitching about these technicalities and stuff, what they're really doing is just, um, like expelling their own dread and allowing others to feast on it because what they're scared of is Donald Trump attracting 60 million viewers and Joe Biden attracting 58 viewers. That's what they're scared of. And of course that's, what's going to happen. So it's a reasonable fear for them to have unless they were actually confident in their candidate. And isn't that funny? Turns out they're not. Why aren't they? Because they don't believe they're winning by 10. Why not? Because they aren't. Republicans don't believe it. Democrats don't believe it. Smart people don't believe it. Everybody who's addicted to this central narrative believes it. A hundred percent. I can tell you because that's where I was in 2016. Right there. Can't fault me for calling you out and saying that you're dumb because I used to be dumb too. That was a really fucking awesome song. I'm going to record that after this. I've been waiting for for a moment of inspiration to come along just like that. So they're imagining that that will be one embarrassment. And whatever Joe Biden does will be another. And of course, unless they're going to softball him as hard as they did on NBC last week, Joe Biden is in real trouble. I'm sure that they will set it up so that he can read off a screen. If pictures of that leak, oh, my God, that would be incredible. But they're not going to press him about Hunter Biden. If they do, it's going to be a disaster for his campaign. And even more amusingly, Donald Trump now, instead of having to go back and forth with Joe Biden, And listen to Joe Biden's lies put next to the stuff Trump is saying. Now Trump gets his own platform with everyone watching. And gets to tell the American people what's actually happening. And there's not going to be a double team of Joe Biden and the moderator trying to cut him off. 
And the moderator won't be able to do that one-on-one without looking like they're trying to cover for Joe Biden. So I think this is all very interesting. But that's not the most interesting part. The most interesting part is that this is just another indication of how thoroughly incompetent these people are. Okay? Joe Biden decided, the campaign decided and pushed the Commission on Debates to make the debate remote, to Skype in the debate. And they thought that they were going to be able to score points on that because they would once again be able to say, look how responsible we are about coronavirus. We're so responsible that for the public health, we need to to stay home and keep Joe on the computer. Sure. So they do that. Then Donald Trump cancels. And then they schedule a town hall 10 seconds later for Joe Biden. And now, of course, Trump has scheduled his own. He doesn't need Joe Biden there. Joe Biden needs Trump. Because Joe Biden doesn't say anything. And the stuff that comes out of his mouth doesn't make any sense. And what's worse, and this is what people really have a problem with, is that they know that nothing Joe Biden says carries the force of his position. Joe Biden can't say what he'll do as president because Joe Biden won't be president. Even if somehow Democrats manage to take the election, Joe Biden's not going to be president. I said a few weeks ago, Joe Biden's a fall guy. Not convinced a hundred percent, but I'm getting closer because at some point there's too much. And then what do you do? Do you let Joe take the whole party down? Even Obama's going out and starting to campaign for him again. Does Obama do that after having sat out for the last however long? For a candidate that's up by 10? Come on. So what we're going to have tonight is Trump doing the town hall opposite Biden. It is going to be just a ratings Demolition. I mean, what in the world? And Joe Biden and his campaign left themselves open to this because they didn't have the foresight to see how their game might be played against them. Again, that isn't intelligence. That's stupidity. That is what a dumb, desperate person does. Think about all the worst decisions you've made in your life. Were you desperate? Probably. Were you dumb? Yeah. So Biden, to make the point that appeals to virtually no one, decided to convince the nation that Donald Trump was irresponsible because he would surely give him COVID, even though that's not how the disease works. Along that timeline, they decided that they were going to take the anti-scientific fear-based approach to convince people that what they were doing was good, which is what they've done the entire seven months. And they didn't game it out. They didn't realize 
that Donald Trump could counter that and that we'd end up with this. How do they not realize that? It's not looking that many steps ahead. It's like literally three steps ahead. They canceled because of COVID, even though it wasn't a risk. They made Trump agree. They tried to make Trump agree to do it remote. He said no. They scheduled a town hall. Trump scheduled a competing town hall. You can't figure that out beforehand. That's pretty fucking simple. But then again, these people are not connected to reality at all. I will be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Listen to Hope's Fall. Goodbye. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and give it a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so new listeners can take your word for it. You can follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I'm Your Moderator. If you have feedback, you can email heymoderator at imyourmoderator.com or use the hashtag heymoderator on Twitter. If you'd like to support the show, search Be Reasonable on Patreon, where I'll have additional daily-ish segments in a special podcast feed of the show, as well as my writing and audio readings of those articles. You can also go to anchor.fm slash be reasonable and become a supporter there. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Be reasonable. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. 
And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!